dream will rise to the top. Oh yeah. It's the Wrestle Getting Podcast, bitches, and I'm one of your hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews. Joined each and every week by your other two favorite podcast hosts, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. What is going on? Not a, not a whole lot. I uh, tried to get Carl to make this uh, squash uh, squash stuff, but he wouldn't make it. What, squash, squash casserole? casserole, that's it. I was trying to think of what it was. Uh, he was too busy squashing something else. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and nah, what the rock said. No, nah, he was too busy uh, practicing his spear on wrestlers. Yeah. Can't believe you let him scam you like that. <laughs> Seth Rollins. God damn, I always want a fucking Visa gift card. <laughs> fucking broke bitch. $500 ones at that. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad for that for that dude, though, because now he's, pretty, he's banned from WWE events for life. He got arrested. <laughs> like, all because I, I think he has some sort of mental condition to begin with or just... It would honestly have to be that if you really thought that Seth Rollins was asking you for money. <laughs> yeah. To, to, to be honest, though, like, how how much did you see that clip this week? It's like mostly what everybody's been talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude fucking laid, like, one spear or tackle, whatever you want to call it, and... Pretty much outshined your whole fucking show. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, what does that say for Raw? And what sucks, though, too, is because you had, like, a couple decent matches on there, like Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Um, yeah. But it's just, like, this dude comes out of nowhere. He's not even just, like, an athletic dude. Some fat dude comes out of nowhere, like, Full on running at you and spears your ass on the ramp, lays in a better spear than fucking Goldberg. <laughs> and like, that, that's what everybody's talking about. No one's talking about the rest of your show. They're talking about one of your top level talent getting speared by a fan with mental issues. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what that demo looks like this week. Oh my God. <laughs> Man, it just sucks. It it really sucks that there's people out there that think they need to take advantage of other people. And it's, you know, you have people that fall for it. Carl's had a couple messages in his Facebook. <laughs> and we talked about it on the air with the Roman Reigns one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sasha Banks, too. Yeah, I had a couple. I had somebody on Facebook <laughs> pretending to be Sasha Banks and somebody on Twitter pretending to be Sasha Banks. Uh, uh, DM me, but you know me. Um, the Sasha Banks, the Sasha Bank ones, like they just kind of ignored me when I asked like to shit back. 
Um, (laughs) But uh, uh, the Roman Reigns guy, I guess, like he went along with it for a a little while. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty bad. It's like anything they can do to to get you reeled in and like, because all those messages and stuff and like just the conversation that they had, like it was multiple screenshots. It wasn't just one. It was like seven yeah. or eight screenshots of this conversation between this scammer and this kid. Like, it sucks. Yeah. Well, another thing that sucks is like, uh, not that this has come out because I remember like when it first happened, there are people on Twitter, <laughs> forget who it was now, but they're like, oh yeah, how good is Seth Rollins that he can get enough heat to have a guy attack him? And it's like, really? It's not Seth Rollins' heat. It's, <laughs> it's actually it's a Niger- fucking scammer. <laughs> some Nigerian dude <laughs> sitting in an office. <laughs> <laughs> like that dude is actually a fan of Roman Reigns. He thought he was helping him out because uh, Becky was <laughs> missing or something. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Man, that's ridiculous. So I feel bad for the dude. Like, especially yeah. after like he dropped the um, his explanation which had all those screenshots and stuff in there. It's like, oh, man, like you got like you got straight catfish. Like there's no. No getting yep. around that. And you know. yeah, but I mean, if I was like an independent promoter, you know, I would definitely like have that guy like show up to one of my shows or something. Just, Just go so tackle one of your talents. <laughs> Yeah, and like maybe sign sign some autographs or something, you know. Yeah. Poor kid, and that's the thing though too is he probably didn't even have like that type of money just laying around to begin with. Who knows what what he had to do? To I don't know. Up. He had he had pretty good tickets unless he fucking like just strolled down there from the top <laughs> of the arena. <laughs> hey, that could have been too. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn, security was so bad. He fucking came, <laughs> came from a cheap seat. Like, he went full on, like, non kayfabe and was calling Seth by his real name. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, awesome. Uh, speaking of non kayfabe, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D, Instagram, WrestleGettingPod with two Ds, and at for the underscore collection as well. Facebook.com slash Russell Gettin Pod with one D and YouTube.com slash for the collection. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees.com slash Russell Gettin Podcast. You can buy some of our sweet shirts that are up there now. The Black Friday sale, Pro Wrestling Tees Black Friday sale started. Go ahead and get 20% off all t shirts. Um, they got up to 50% off certain items in the store. You can check that out. Pro Wrestling Tees.com. But more importantly, ProWrestlingTees.com slash podcast to pick up one of the uh, four shirts that we've got up there to help support the show. And that's the best way you can do that besides sharing us with your friends. And, and I was going to make a joke on there, but I kind of lost track of what I was going to say. But it's uh, sharing us with your friends and uh, subscribing to us on whatever podcast app you're using. And then you can check out redbubble.com slash people slash pod as well for some more WrestleGeddon merchandise. All right, so before we get into this next bit here, let me ask you guys a question real quick here. 
a um, little bit of a personal thing. What problem or situation did TV and or movies make you think would be common, but when you grew up, you found out it wasn't? So the biggest thing for me was I thought there would be a lot more free drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're Canadian, was. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Universal healthcare. <laughs> like I thought, like you know, like when I was little, you know, I thought when I was in high school, uh, middle school. Um, that there'd be, you know, drug dealers like hanging out outside, like, hey kids, you want some drugs? <laughs> oh, it's free free weed or and stuff, but Yeah, like uh, the guy the guy that looks like a snake just chilling on the street corner. Yeah. But you know, I had to pay for most of it. Except for on my birthday. For some reason my birthday I could always get free weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the free dessert at like Fridays. Well, I mean, my birthday falls on a a, a holiday, uh, a very special holiday. So all the all the yeah. drug dealers come out together and sing "Happy Birthday" and hand you a brick of weed. <laughs> all my all my smoking friends always want to smoke one with me. So <laughs> like, oh, what? Today's weird. your birthday, really? I fucking forgot. <laughs> oh my god oh man that's great (laughs) that's a Carl answer definitely (laughs) it's true though (laughs) like if you think about it like Carl and I um, we got subjected to all those anti-drug PSAs like during Saturday morning cartoons so, yeah. This is your brain. And it was like this is your brain on drugs. Any yep. questions? <laughs> it was it was, right, what um, was the, like what was the the uh the bug gene the how's it how'd that go? Like I'd rather eat a big old bug than ever take a stupid drug. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, Garrett, what do you got? You think I can't really think of anything? I'm actually trying to think of something. Nothing's really coming to my head. I'm so, like, truthfully, I can't think of nothing. So most, pretty much every cartoon or TV show I watch, which are mostly like, uh, like GI Joe, Thundercats, you know, stuff like that. Um, there was always at least one episode on every one of those cartoons where someone got stuck in quicksand. Yeah. And you, and it made you think that quicksand was everywhere. I, in my adult life, actually my entire life, I have never come across just a random pool of quicksand. So they, they made you think that quicksand was everywhere. And the same thing with memory another, loss. Like <laughs> another thing, has have you ever had to fucking like stop, drop, and roll or duck and cover? No. No. Nope. Besides <laughs> like Mr. Drills that you did at school. Yep. Nope. Never. I could never um 
I've never been in a situation where I've been on fire and I've had to stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not a common thing. <laughs> or or duck and cover. Like, even living down here with the tornado stuff, like, I've never had to duck and cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Like, it's just insane. Like, the stuff that we watch as kids that made you think that this was going to happen like on a daily basis. Like I say, like the quicksand, uh, memory loss was another one thing. Every sitcom, every TV show, there was always an episode where someone ended up losing their memory from getting hit on the head. Yeah. And you think, Oh shit. Man, I get that, that, and I'm going to forget everything. That does happen. <laughs> it does, but it's not like, it's not like an yeah. everyday thing. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, just imagine our parents, man. Like, I mean, I'm for sure if you had, like my uh, ask your parents this, they'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, I thought there'd be like a nuclear war by now," you know? <laughs> awesome. I never <clears throat> used my bomb shelter. I <laughs> still <laughs> got all that food down there. It might still be good. It's only been down there twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, awesome <clears throat> all right so here we go let's get into this before we get into the news uh ladies and gentlemen the holidays are upon us once again and the four horsemen the wrestling podcast have teamed up for an amazing cause so join us in making sure that every kid has a toy under their tree this year by donating to the fig cave toy drive all unopened toys are accepted and will be donated to toys for tots you can send your donations to 2318 rockwell ave Cattonsville, Maryland, 21228. Don't feel like going to the post office, though? Then take advantage of the great deals on Amazon or other sites like Ringside Collectibles, where they've started their Black Friday sale as well. So make sure to use the code DACALLUP, D-A-C-A-L-L-U-P, to save an additional 10% off your order. And all donations must be received by December 17th, and everyone who donates will be entered to win a WWE Elite figure such a great cause every year i know toys for tots is something that i donate to every single year uh just being a toy collector i whole wholeheartedly honestly believe that every kid should have at least one toy underneath their tree for christmas absolutely Actually got a uh, order here on Ringside Collectibles. I need to finish tonight, uh, and we'll be sending that up to our good friend Phil, who is um, heading up the collections for the toy drive. And yeah, so pretty awesome. Pretty psyched about that, um, as well as doing the uh, the toy drive for uh, the store that I work in. So pretty awesome stuff there. So I got some stuff to take in for that. Cool. So. <laughs> Let's wrap that up. Let's go ahead and jump into what tiny bit of news I've got this week. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 9 Tiny bit of news is definitely a tiny bit of news. Uh, don't have much by the way of actual news or in-ring or actual in-ring news and figure news. <clears throat> but um, it looks like Johnny Gargano has signed an extension through December 10th. 
Um, his contract initially expired on 12-3, which is before war games. So his contract extension is going to take him through war games since he is now a part of the war games main event with Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunn, and LA Knight as one of the two teams competing in the men's war games match. You want to know what that men's war games match is? Garbage. Old, it's a bunch of old dudes versus a bunch of young guys. Yeah, pretty much. So it's like the the pre-NXT 2.0. I don't count LA Knight as NXT 2.0 because he signed don't before. Either. Don't 2.0. So. <clears throat> yeah. Who's on the other team? I didn't really catch that. So it's it's Braun, Breaker, um, um, it's probably the, that, the poker. That is the Italian poker dude? D'Angelo dude. Oh, not the poker dude. Okay. That like Italian dude. Um, Carmelo Hayes and, and his his tag partner. No, whoever Champa wrestled this week. I can't think of his name. Oh, the uh, the boxer dude, the MMA fighter dude. Yeah, whatever his name is. Waller. 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 Yep, that's it. Which actually was a pretty good match, though. Let's kick off yeah. NXT. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that's great. So, so we had that. And we had the, pretty much the team set up for the women's war games match as well. As it's was it's toxic attraction and, and <clears throat> can't remember who the fourth person was. Uh, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. That's right. I was gonna say Dakota Kai, but I wasn't 100 sure on that. Yep. So yeah, so Toxic Attraction, Dakota Kai, and it's Raquel it's, Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Yep. Awesome and, stuff. So And uh, Carl is special guest referee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spearing bitches left and right. <laughs> 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 Uh, let's see a bit of some like non like actual wrestling news, but it is wrestling news merchandise news. I sent you guys a link. I don't know if you guys checked it out yet or not, but the Bella twins are getting a signature series replica divas championship. Yeah. So they're actually, I believe the first one, the first women's wrestlers to get a replica title or a commemorative replica title <clears throat> i'm not 100 sure on that one i might be wrong and actually the design of it like as far as the strap goes because the plates are the divas title pretty much but it's um red and black with the jewels around it instead of the pink and then it's um half of it is like the flannel that brie bella wore and then the other half is the um for the actual strap is uh nikki bella's um, ring gear design with the fearless well, doesn't look too bad, but I mean, if you're a Bella's fan, I'm sure you'll be all over this. But I mean, yeah, yeah, $500 is a little much for that. You want to do you want to do a tag team? <clears throat> you want to do two women's wrestlers as a title belt? Do lay cool, that would at least be cooler. Yeah, then you could break the belt apart like they had like the BFF titles. I mean, like you know, I, I'm selling stuff right here. Yeah, you know? I know, right? 
Can't help Damn. I got good ideas. Trying to see here. Looking at the rest of the commemorative title belts and seeing if there's like any other ones. Which I guess apparently. There is not. Okay. Awesome, huh? All right. Uh, let's see this move on. Figure news this week. Uh, not much, but the Elite 91 Rob Van Dam chase has been canceled uh, due to the ring attire. Oh, Carl, I'm so sorry. That's the uh, the one with the rising sun ring attire. Apparently, it's um insensitive as the rising sun, uh, I guess the Japanese culture has been trying to get away from uh since it depicts you know their hateful acts from world war ii okay so, okay is this really yeah. a thing yeah <laughs> this is the thing they announced this week that it's being canceled because of that reason it's <clears throat> so, a matter of japan fall like on, our uh, people- side of the Nazi. What's up? I mean they I mean they weren't Nazis though. But No, I but mean, they're on the they're on the side of Nazi Germany. So that's um like Japan's trying to distance themselves from that from their past indiscretions. Oh yeah. So who's uh, who's exactly offended by it though? Like Japan's offended by it because they're trying to distance I, themselves. I have no clue. They just said it was like everything I saw is because of the the Rising Sun uh, logo mm. or whatever that was on it. And they just said it depicted a yeah. time in Japanese history that they were trying to distance themselves from. Okay. So, well, that's the first I've heard of anyone being upset about it. Like, I haven't seen any like posts online about people bitching about the ring attire or anything like that. So, like okay yeah yeah i <clears throat> people have too much time on their hands uh, yeah i mean if you're still upset about world war ii then you know you got too much time I mean, except for the nazis i mean nobody really likes nazis but no nazis are assholes fuck yeah they are but i mean i don't see anybody trying to distance themselves from like the italian flag you know I mean, what we did to Japan was way worse than they did to us. So, I mean, honestly. (laughs) Like, nuked an entire city. Oh, all right. So, yeah, so that figure's being canceled. Uh, The standard Rob Van Dam figure will be still included in the line. So those people who are kind of who are freaking out about um, not getting that new RVD figure, there'll still be the regular release. That's good. Yep. Don't want to make everyone got to make everybody happy. Which I think the regular release looks better than the Chase anyway. So. Mm. 
Maybe somebody's trying to distance their stuff from the yin and the yang. <laughs> like culture appropriation or something. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, just found the uh the signature series title belts, and yes, the Bellas are the first women's wrestlers to receive a signature series replica title. Fucking garbage. Oh no, nope, scratch that. China. China was the first one. I don't okay. know how I missed that one. China got a um replica intercontinental championship. Okay. Signature series intercontinental title. Actually, I'm okay with that. There are some of these belts look really awesome. Like there's a mankind one on here. That's um it's like all brown. Like the strap is all brown and it looks like his um his mask. Cool, like the different straps and stuff on here, so that's pretty awesome. That one, uh, we've got a lot of these, except for the Bella's one, is on sale for like 400. If I had like 400 dollars, like disposable income, like probably buy one of these 350 for the mankind one, but I wouldn't be buying the mankind one, I'd be buying the macho man one. <clears throat> that's just me. All right, so that's going to wrap up the news for this week. I don't really have anything else. Like, it's kind of been a slow news week, obviously. Um, except for the fan. Uh, yeah, except for the fan. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the biggest thing. So, <laughs> we already talked about that already. So let's go ahead and get in the ring and go bell to bell. Ding, 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 ding. So we had Survivor Series over the weekend, as well as Impact's Turning Point. Uh, so two events there. Turning Point was on Saturday. Survivor Series was on Sunday. So let's go ahead and talk uh, Survivor Series, which, honestly, I did not watch. I watched the whole thing. I did. I did, too. I fell asleep during the the, the uh, live show. Though. I fell asleep during the, or fell asleep before the... Uh, Roman Reigns, Biggie, yeah. To go back and watch it, it was. Uh, I did, yeah. Okay. The uh, the pay per view was it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it's not the best Survivor Series, uh, but it's not the worst either. Okay. I would say the match of the night was probably Charlotte Becky. Yep. Either that or the men's Survivor Series. The men's Survivor Series match was good. It was just kind of like Kevin Owens walking out was kind of stupid. And, you know, they kind of bent the rules a little bit with, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley attacking uh, fucking uh, McIntyre. Uh, I kept saying to Carl, (laughs) I was like, I was like, damn. I was like, he was going there beating the shit out of McIntyre. Sheamus just looking down. Oh, sorry, fella. <laughs> I can't. I can't get down off the ring apron. I might, yeah. you know, I I might hurt my big toe. 
I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, outside of that, the match itself was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's probably the two best matches. Um, the, well, the tag team match was okay. It uh, wasn't too bad. Yeah. I did. I, I'll be well, honest. I, it'd probably say, and I don't know about you, Carl. What would you say was worst match? I'd be honest. The I worst really, match? I really couldn't get into the women's Survivor Series match women's at all. Survivor Series, yeah. That's I probably could not, be my... I could not get into it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably the worst match. Um, It's this... I, I kind of knew what was what was happening like as it started happening. Yeah. And I'm like, as soon as like Bianca Belair was the last person left, I'm like, oh, she's gonna clean sweep. Yeah, that seemed um like a little predictable when I was watching the highlights for it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the main event though, um Garrett was like, Oh, you gotta go back and watch the main event. It was it was okay. No, it wasn't like uh, the best match in the world, but I mean it was It was okay it was okay. It wasn't yeah. bad. I was surprised by the outcome. I thought that they would give uh Big E the win since uh you know, there's no belt on the line. Uh thought maybe there'd be like some interference or nothing, but uh no man. Over clean, clean win, clean win, clean win over Biggie. Oh, always got to get that clean win over everyone. Yep. Yeah. But That's the thing that he's he's healed, but he's beating everybody clean. That's like the That's big thing. Cool. Like, who is gonna actually beat Roman for that title? I'm I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be uh, Drew McIntyre. You know, he got his ass beat by uh, everybody else, but you know, he can—he's a god. He uh, he gets the not, lightning into his sword, and he'll be all right. It's not gonna be <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Sure hope not. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be McIntyre. It'll probably I end think... up being like. I think the the person it would be, uh, just depending on if they can still gain more momentum, is uh, uh, Damian Priest. Is it, Priest is on Raw though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's happening. Uh, I'm not saying it's happening. I'm not saying it's like, happening tomorrow. Yeah. Like Roman <laughs> Reigns is probably going to go undefeated for another year and a half. Uh, that one either. Yeah, uh, so I think he's up. I but, think he's close to beating Punk's record with the title, isn't he? He, I mean, I think as I far think as days go, days, yeah. like days, yeah, days. I think, but not like title defenses. Um, but um, yeah, I think like at this point, I don't think they're gonna. Um, Stop the the streak unless it's for someone that's up and coming. Uh, like to like put him over as a big star. I don't think like anybody that's like 
I don't think it'll be like Randy Orton or Brock Lesnar or anybody like that. I think it'll be um, the return of Bray Wyatt. It's all going to work. <laughs> oh, speaking of, did you see he's uh, set for uh, a return to wrestling? Yeah, he's um, he's been booked for uh, freaking um, one of the big like wrestling wrestling conventions around WrestleMania time. Yes, sir. Gonna be cool. Yeah. Can't remember what the freaking name of that. It's like Wrestle K Kate or Con or a, I think it's WrestleCon. Maybe I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's it's WrestleCon. WrestleCade is is one that's with us. Gotcha. I knew it was something. Yeah. Something about wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Something with wrestling in the title. All right. So, overall, what did you guys think of Survivor Series? It's like a B. B. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dana Brooke won her first title this week. <laughs> Just sucks. It was a twenty four seven championship. Yep. <laughs> oh man, poor Dana Brooke. I know she's not the greatest women's wrestler in the world, but she puts in work. She's she's dedicated to what she's doing. She's trying to learn how to be better and improve herself, and she has. Yeah. I, you can yeah. give her the twenty four seven championship though, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it sucks. So, but good for Dana. Just means more TV time and a bunch of random ass people chasing her around an arena for the next however long she's got that that belt. Yep. Uh, so we had that on Raw. We had Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, which is actually a pretty good matchup. Um, what else aside from the fan? Like that's that's pretty much like the fan just dominated like the entire show, like. <laughs> After that happened, like nobody cared about anything else. Like all social media was sharing this fan spearing Seth Rollins. So nobody cares. So uh <laughs> so uh here's a question for you. Like um Garrett probably don't remember any of them, but like what's your favorite like fan getting their ass kicked? Uh that jumped the barricade, Chris. What was that one? It was during the um, Eddie Guerrero, I think Rob Van Dam or Jeff Hardy. I think it was Eddie Guerrero and someone. It was in a ladder match on Raw. And the dude like, jumped Eddie the Guerrero punched the guy. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero kicked him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are there quite a bit of them uh, in WCW, uh, especially like when the NWO came out. Yeah. Like, uh, there was one uh, at uh, the Starcade 96 I went to. Uh, there was a guy that jumped the barricade and Hogan kicked him. And I uh, forgot who the referee was, but the referee was punching him too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the best one, the best one though, is uh, when uh, uh, Hogan. When Hogan uh, turned uh, at what Bash of the Beach was it Bash of the Beach? Yeah. When they first when they first did the New World Order, 
like when Hogan did that turn, there was that guy that uh, that hopped the barricade and he got in the ring, and then like Scott Hall like punched him. You know what I'm talking about? Remember that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty good because like I mean like it looked like he knocked him out, and and then they both just started like kicking. Uh, him and Kevin Nash both like, or was it Kevin Nash that punched him? I forgot who punched him, but it was. I mean, Kevin Nash, now that I think about it, I think it was Kevin Nash and then, like, Scott Hall, like, started stomping him after, like, Kevin Nash, like, knocked him out. It was pretty cool. Was that one, too? What about the uh, the Hall of Fame where the dude tried to jump the guardrail to tackle Brett? Yeah. (laughs) And then the the shit kicked down by FTR. Yeah. Yeah, there are some pretty good ones. Man, some of these fans just get a little overzealous and just like just buy into the drama like way too, way too much. Well, I mean, that was the thing. That was the thing back in the day. Uh, and it's like something that wrestling is kind of missing a little bit is especially like I remember going to like uh, the USWA, you know, it's a small yeah. like this is at the fairgrounds, So it's like a little small arena you know maybe you know two three hundred people well it's probably more than that but like in the hundreds you know it wasn't you know thousands of people but it was yeah. like more intimate and more intimate but i mean like the hills man like i remember my mom and dad used to sit like next to where the hills like came out just so they could fucking cuss and like yell shit at them you know and there would be like <laughs> people that would try to spit on them uh, um, a uh, a friend of the friend a friend of our family. Uh, 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 there's a guy that got beat up by Rick Rude. Um, he was uh, it was at the fairgrounds, and uh, I guess like he threw a beer on Rick Rude, and <laughs> he he went he, he went to go take a he went to go take a piss, and I guess like Rick Rude was in there. And fucking kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, I think he, I think he tried to sue him or something, but it, like, I don't think he got anything from it because this dude's like, like, if he knew the guy, he's like an alcoholic. So yeah. it's like he probably. Well, that was like, like you said, that was the the thing, like back in that time frame, like in the eighties, early nineties. Like anytime you would have a heel come out, like they're like literally like their job was to get the crowd riled up to get them to hate them to the point where the crowd wanted to jump the barricade wanted to throw trash at them talk shit to them beat them up in the parking lot do all this kind of stuff but you're also looking at a time frame too where the heels were the wrestlers you know were expecting that stuff and they beat the shit out of the fans back the ones that you know felt froggy enough to leap and take that swing at them and if they can, if they're can, if they connected, then it becomes self defense at that point, and then it's all free game. So, like these guys, legitimately like beat fans' asses. So, and there's nothing that they could do. Like especially if you get once you get in that ring, if you're able to hop that barricade and get into that ring, all bets are off because you're in an area. You're in their workspace, pretty much. You're in their work center. You're making it unsafe for them to do their job because you decided to be a dick. So, 
if you get kicked in the face, you get kicked in the face. That's on you. So later and shit you can do after that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, Basically, God. moral of the story, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> you know, we people don't come to your job and try to beat you up. Don't go into somebody else's job and try to beat them up. Exactly. Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. Got much else. Um, we got Impact's turning point. We can run that down real quick. But first, got another question for you guys. Um, who deserves to be world champion? Of what? Any promotion. Like, any promotion? Any promotion. Like who deserves it like right now or who like who who deserves it like like just in general like who do you think deserves to be either like world champion now or in the near future? Okay. So like we're not doing people that get like snubbed in their career or anything like that. Okay. Um right now. Uh let me think. <laughs> I'm trying to Tough think. Tough question. Tough question. Um, I I would say like somebody who should get it and then like near future. Um, and if they don't, their promotion kind of doesn't know what people want. I'll go with MKF. Yeah, I was thinking that too. That was my answer too. Yeah, I think we're all thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, the kids, the dude has like, the dude has it. Like, let's be honest. Like, he's brought that old school heel back to the forefront, and he lives it daily. Like yeah. at meet and greets, um, if with fancy amount of public, like he lives his character and that's yeah. that's something that's missing from now from wrestling now and i think he's doing a great yeah. job of trying to circle that back around blurring blurring the lines of what's real and what's not even to the point where his fan his parents brought signs to show to the show that said mjf sucks <laughs> like yeah he's great <laughs> so so he's he's actually he's doing a fantastic job as as a heel and like he's one of those guys that I don't think it ever work as a baby face but as a heel definitely um but he's someone that definitely deserves a run as world champion yeah I could give uh-huh. you a ra- I can give you a random name but I don't I don't know if uh They've ever been champion before. I don't think so. Uh, I'll say Ace Austin would be a good uh, champion. Um, He has not. I think the highest title that he's held in Impact has been the X Division Championship. I, think I don't think he's ever good... held the uh, Impact World title. I think he'd be good at with it, too. Yeah. Yeah, Ace Austin's another one of those great talents. Um, in ring ability, mic ability, 
he's definitely got got some stuff working for him. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I think WWE has the right guys as their respective champions for their shows. So I don't really I think like as AJ, I'd like to see AJ Styles get another run with the I title. think I think AJ should have another run. Oh, wait, you know what? It made me remember Carl. Carl, it wasn't the worst match. The battle royal was the worst match. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Pizza Hut fucking commercial. <laughs> that that was the worst match. I forgot that existed. That's if you want to know how bad it was, I forgot it existed. <laughs> that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> Omos eliminated everybody. <laughs> oh, good lord! It was literally the whole match, and then the fucking street prophet stole his pizza. Oh, and threw it, threw it, threw and it, threw it, it in the crowd, and probably got some gluten intolerant person sick. Probably, fucking people. <laughs> oh, they do stupid shit like this. But then they come up with a story about someone stealing an egg to help promote a movie. But the also, it's theory that just wanted to take a selfie with it. Like, and then gets then, a title shot. And then gets a title shot, exactly. Yeah. And then Vince calls Sami Zayn a, a, a snitch. A snitch. <laughs> Nobody likes a snitch. Maybe they'll just yeah. call him a bitch at that point. Please. Oh, all right. Let's run down Turning Point here real quick. I didn't get a chance to watch Turning Point either. I did. Um, but the biggest thing is um, at the end of the show, but let me run down this real quick. Real quick. Ace Austin, uh, one-on-one Chris Saban. Chris Saban picks up the win. Uh, Violent by Design defeats Heath and Rhino. Uh, Rich Swan defeated VSK. Uh, w morrissey defeated matt cardona uh the inspiration retains against decay the knockouts tag team championship trey miguel retains in a triple threat match with the laredo kid and steve macklin the x division title why does it seem like all the x division matches are triple threats or fatal four ways because it's the, it's the x division that's how it's always been mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still not sold on Steve Macklin in the X Division, but whatever. Um, Impact Knockout. Is it? What was that? Samoa Joe was good in the X Division. He was kind of like I know with Samoa Joe can Samoa Joe can do that style though. Like Steve Macklin doesn't really. That's like the Dudley Boys wrestling in an Ultimate X match. Like, (laughs) yeah, Uh, which was entertaining. Because it's the Dudleys, but yeah. Uh, uh, Mickey James retains the knockout title against Mercedes Martinez. Um, Impact Good Brother Impact World Tag Team titles. The Good Brothers retain against the Bullet Club with Chris Bay and Hikaleo. And Full Metal Mayhem for the world title. Moose defeats Eddie Edwards. Um, which after the show, we get Josh Alexander in the ring. Who gets jumped by the debuting Jonah, formerly known as Bronson Reed? So Bronson is an impact. After um, I think he made his debut with New Japan too over the weekend. Yep. Does he, does he come out to um, uh, Weezer? 
Gianna. <laughs> I don't think so. But. I can't remember what his music was, but it wasn't bad. So that's uh, probably the most exciting thing that happened with Impact this week was the debut of Jonah. Uh, I'm still waiting for um, freaking Gorillas of Destiny and the Good Brothers. Like, it's, all the stuff with the Bullet Club has got to be leading up to that like, at some point. Because this is like the second or third time they've wrestled members of the Bullet Club. Yep. Which, which I'm surprised is Hikaleo because I thought it was supposed to be um, Hikaleo or uh, Chris Bay and El Fantasmo. That's what it was supposed to be. So that match got changed. Uh, I guess when you're Bullet Club, you can switch people in and out of your tag title matches. Heck yeah. Uh, So, but I also heard that Mickey James and Mercedes Martinez was pretty good, Uh, which brings me to one final question I've got, um, which has to do with age. I know we talked about this a little bit last week with um, Lady Frost, um, but why is age such a huge determining factor when it comes to a woman's woman's wrestler compared to a male wrestler? Like, why does it matter more with a woman wrestler than it does a male? What do you mean? Like how old they are? Yeah. Because that's part of the reason why one of, part of the reasons why Mickey James wasn't utilized as much on WWE is because of her age. Um, the same thing with Mercedes Martinez. Because um, they got I mean, how how things. old is how old is uh, Natalia and Tamina? Exactly. Like they're probably the only two an older age gap that are being utilized on TV where everyone else has been released that they couldn't find anything for. <clears throat> I was like, I find it difficult to believe that you couldn't fit Mickey James into a storyline somewhere. Did they, did they say it was age? It was the reason why that is part of the reason she was also listed under budget cuts. So Yeah. Uh, even um, with even with Lady Frost, like we've seen Lady Frost in NWA, we've seen her on AEW, and now she signed with Impact. Lady Frost is a phenomenal talent, and she was told three years ago that she was too old for um, WWE. That was the reason they about, why they wouldn't sign her. Luna Vashon, how old was she when she retired? Uh. Because, I mean, she started wrestling well, in the even 80s, the aspect like, before I was born. Yeah, All right, even so, the aspect too, so, like, so here you go. Ready? Wrestler. Tamina is 43, Mickey James mm-hmm. is 42, and Natalia is 38. Okay. How old's Charlotte? She's getting up there, ain't she? Because Charlotte's in her yes. 30s. Charlotte started late in her career, too. Let's see. I think she's probably like 38. She is 35. 35. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see with Charlotte. Because, uh, I mean, that's their golden, golden goose right there. Um, but, I mean, so, like, historically, like, WWE hasn't had a lot of women on the roster, but, I mean, they did keep. Uh, uh, Mula and May Young around for a long time. Um, 
Yeah. Um, but I think I mean right now, but like now that I think about it, like the men's men's wrestling has kind of changed that way too, and men are retiring a lot earlier than they used to. I mean, you don't yeah. have you don't have as many like old guys like we have like Harry Funk and uh, and people like that, like like Undertaker. He was like what in his fifties, yeah. Uh, and but he was only doing the, the like you know the last eight years he's doing like two shows a year. Um, um, The Rock, you know, what isn't that old? Uh, Cena isn't that old. Stone Cold wasn't that old compared to some of the others. Um. Triple H, you know, he probably could still go, but isn't he's retired. Um it's just I I don't know. Like I don't know if it's necessarily like because women in wrestling is just now like starting to be like a thing. Like uh I would say before it was more like a diva thing, so the age thing had to do with beauty, you know, like oh you have to look a certain way. Um, but now that it's like getting into wrestling, I guess we'll, like I said, we'll see with, you know, Charlotte Flair ultimately, cause that's kind of like their golden goose right now. And I don't see her falling off unless she gets some kind of horrible injury or something. <laughs> yeah. Or her attitude keeps up the way it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think get, like, what's up? I think we might have lost Carl again. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure what he was in a, what his what he was going into. I mean, but... the thing I would say with oh. that is, like, I, I get where he... Oh, go ahead, Carl. Oh, you hear... What was the last thing I say you heard? Oh, uh, we're talking about Charlotte's attitude. Oh, I was saying Randy Orton had, like, people... Just because they have attitudes don't necessarily mean, like, you know... People work around that well, as long as you're. Well, well the difference, kid. the difference with that too, is Orton's attitude improved with time. Not Charlotte has been the opposite. So now she thinks that well, she's, uh, you know, the best thing walking in WWE and deserves like all the shine. I mean, which there's nothing yeah, wrong I with mean, that. Cause... But if you're rubbing like the talent, like your your fellow coworkers, the wrong way as well with that attitude like it's one thing to come off that way on tv as part of your character but not in the back when you're not on tv no cameras on you or anything and that's been a lot of the issue well, well i mean i think because she's at the pinnacle of her career and i would say most most wrestlers you know uh Shawn michaels rick flair's um uh, uh Bret Hart's, uh, Hulk Hogan's, at the pinnacle of their career, they were complete assholes um, to both, you know, talent around them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she probably will improve with age. You just got to remember she's at a different spot in her career than Randy Orton is now. 
Um, but Randy Orton was an asshole. I, after he got over like the newness, um, you know, you couldn't tell me his sh- shit didn't stink there for a while, and then yeah, Orton was only recently. Bad. Yeah, Orton was probably one of the worst. Like, dude, literally stole like a kid's digital camera and took the uh, memory card out of it and refused to give him back the memory card. Kid, the that. kid had to call the cops to get the memory card back from him. But even after he got the card back, Orton had uh, erased everything on it. Uh, Batista was the same way. He got in a fight with like Booker T at a cookout. <laughs> uh, yeah, Batista had his own issues. Um, aside from that, like the years, there's the uh, sexual misconduct allegations with like Molina and like a couple other the women talent as well. So, like Batista had some other issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that's uh, part of what led to uh, Molina getting released was the the stuff with Batista. Um yeah, so you know my biggest thing is like I think a lot of the talent, like male and female, like when they get into like their thirties, I think that's when they're starting to hit their prime. Like as far as like their in ring ability and like finally piece like everything together to the point where it's okay so i know from working from here i got to do this and from this aspect this oh and i think that's why we see we've seen great matches from like daniel bryan or brian danielson and like mickey james with impact and nwa same thing with like melina and i think it's just that experience factor and i think that's what what is lacking a little bit with WWE is they don't have, they have more inexperience than they do experience at this point. When you look at like the mm-hmm. whole, the whole, the women's roster as a whole between NXT and the main roster. I mean, that's what you kind of want though. If you like a company yeah. of that size, I mean, to be honest, but then it leads to problems like Nia Jax. Hey, like, yeah. yeah, I'm saying, but before that, how many people did she injured? Like Kyrie saying can't wrestle anymore because Nia Jax. Yeah, but she's older. I think she was this. I mean, The Rock basically kept her in, at the company as long as, you know, pretty much. So, yeah. So that's just like something that I saw because Mercedes Martinez had made some comments about, um, uh, comments that was made um, geared toward her age too while she was in WWE. Awesome. All right. So that's uh, pretty much all I've got for Bell to Bell. Uh, we will do Impact because Impact's not on tonight. I did not get to watch any of AEW, um, but I know there was some uh, promo battling between CM Punk and MJF. Punk wrestled freaking uh qt marshall again not something i want to watch but i'll probably go back and watch it eventually uh so there's that let's go ahead and jump over to the vintage throwdown brought to you by stackofcards.com stackofcards with a z.com the Wrestle Getting Podcast is brought to you each and every week by StackOfCards.com. Yes, that's StackOfCards with a Z.com. 
the best place for your trading card fix. Whether it's new packs or vintage packs, sports cards or entertainment cards, StackerCards.com has everything you need to feed that trading card addiction. Plus, if you use the code VINTAGE at checkout, you'll save an additional 10% off your order. So pick up your cards today at StackerCards.com. That's StackerCards with a Z.com. All right, so this week we are going back to ECW 1995, November to remember Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis. And a Mexican... Uh, Mexican Deathmatch. Was the Mexican... Was Mexican Deathmatch? I forget what they called it, but... Mexican balls it was going anywhere. Like it, was, it, was, it was basically a last man standing match. <laughs> but it was weird. Because um, like before the ref could count to 10, before they got the 10 count, they had to get pinned first. Yeah, they had to get pinned, and then they did the 10 count. Yeah, that was but, weird. Yeah, it, it was kind of like a last man standing match. So yeah. they counted the 10 in Spanish. But... Oh, and there was there was a couple like spots in there too that they kind of messed up. Like uh, Mysterio, with that first Hurricane Rana that he hit early in the match, it looked like it went into slow motion. So yeah, but um, but other than that, like the match was really good. Like it's what you yeah, like watching like WCW with Mysterio and Psychosis and watching their matches back and forth. Like this was. Pretty much on par with a lot of the stuff that they did in WCW. Yeah. This wasn't their best ECW match either, but... No, um, not at all. But uh, it was still pretty decent. I mean, they they hit some pretty good spots uh, with the Hurricane Radas and stuff. Uh, and the, uh, the barricade thing, too, where Mysterio slipped off the barricade. Yeah. <laughs> Took all that time moving the guardrails up, then went to jump and... I think he's trying to do like a moonsault off the barricade and then like slipped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I liked uh, Psychosis ring attire. Ring gear. It was like yeah. the, uh, the tiger stripe, which looked really cool. Yeah. Definitely not uh, something I'm used to. wasn't used to seeing him in that sign, that kind of mask either. But. Yeah. Yeah, we was trying to get Garrett into watching some of this stuff, man, but he wanted to be a dick and didn't want to watch it. <laughs> yep. I said, fuck y'all. It's not WWE. I'm not watching it. Exactly. Yeah. We on the network. <laughs> oh, it might be on the I think it is on the I'm network. Sure. But... It, it's I definitely something because this was um I hate the cock. This was a uh the video that you gave us, the Daily Motion link. The video mm-hmm. definitely was dockered by WWE because it was uh Mysterio's like old music. Mm-hmm. So is that who's that jumping out the sky? R E Y, know that one. So oh, uh, it was. Yeah, it wasn't his actual music that he used in ECW, um, which is probably yeah. his WCW music. Because I think wasn't he under contract with WCW in '95, or was that, or was this prior to? I think uh, this is prior. I think uh, Eric Bischoff basically saw him on ECW and then signed him. Um, because I the I remember Rey Mysterio kind of starting off in '96, 
and ninety six ish in WCW. So I think uh um um I think Eric Bischoff saw the Luchadors and uh saw um uh Chris Benoit Chris Benoit, um Perry Saturn and uh Chris Jericho were kinda in ECW around this time. I think he saw them on there and then signed them to WCW. Yeah. Makes sense because he all because he stole like they stole Raven, pretty much the entire Raven's flock was stolen from, uh, w, from ECW. <laughs> yeah, I think they. they I think they said Remisterio was like eighteen. Equal, so. Remisterio was eighteen during the match, right? I think so. They're they saying he was eighteen. Yeah, I think it says eighteen, eighteen or nineteen, somewhere around there. Oh. So. Yeah, so Dominic, what the fuck is going on, man? See how good your pops was? <laughs> <laughs> like your coach. No excuse for you to suck as bad as you do, man. That's funny. Oh, man. I think he started wrestling when he was like 14, though. So. Or started training when he was like yeah, 14. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Or 12 or some shit. No. <laughs> Awesome, but it was a pretty solid matchup. Like I said, it wasn't their best encounter, but it was it was decent for what yeah compared to these other matches that the two of these these guys have done over their story careers and histories. It's like Rey Mysterio versus Scooby, Psychosis versus Scooby. Like anytime you got like any one of the combination of those three, you knew you were getting a solid matchup. Or even if you throw Eddie yeah. Guerrero there too, and it was just like. Yeah, that's going to be the best match on the card. Awesome. So, November to remember, 1995. All right. Uh, um, I don't know. What do you guys think for Vintage Showdown for next week? Want to stick with some non-WWE stuff or? Um, yeah, I, I think we should. We could do, uh, what was what was um, ECW's like? Um, is it Holiday Hell? Um, I don't remember actually. Let's go ECW. What were their What were their Christmas February? I don't want to say it was like Holiday Hell. They had like an like a couple. Uh, December to December. They did that's the raw. I don't think that's a real pay per view there. I think that's just like highlight. Okay. Is it a real pay per view? You, you might have to look it up. I don't say holiday. Yeah, look up was, holiday uh, hell. December to, to December 95, ECW Arena event was held only once by ECW. So this was Saturday, December 9th. Uh, let's see. What was the. Uh, matchups on this was the the Dudley Boys, um, versus the Bad Crew. Taz versus El Porto Requeno. Hack Myers versus Bruiser Mastino. The Eliminators versus the Pitbulls. Raven versus Tommy Dreamer. J.T. Smith versus Tony Stetson. The Sandman versus Mikey Whipwreck and Steve Austin. Uh, Public Enemy versus the Heavenly Bodies. And Tommy Dreamer, Public Enemy, and the Pitbulls taking on Raven, the Heavenly Bodies, 
in the Eliminators and Stevie Richards in an Ultimate Jeopardy steel cage match. Is that some of those people wrestled twice? Yeah. They're like half the card wrestled twice. So it looks like That's whoever won. It's like whoever won some of these matches were put into that matchup at the end. Oh, gotcha. And how in the hell is that a perfect view? Uh, uh, but we can do this one. Um, like we'll do the. Like let's do Steve. Other... We'll do that triple threat match with. Um... Let's do Steve Austin, Sandman, and Mikey Ripwreck. Okay. That sounds good. That way, uh, we can see some uh, pre ringmaster. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. That, so, the Sandman versus Mikey Whipwreck versus Stone, or not Stone Cold, but Steve Austin. Three way dance for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship uh, from December to December 1995. So, which was the first time that that pay-per-view name would be used and actually would not be used again until 2006 when WWE brought back December to this member, which became one of the worst WWE pay-per-views in history. Shut your mouth. Best pay-per-view. Oh, was, oh yeah. No, that was bad. I know. It was so bad. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. And that would be the... Nail in the coffin for the revival of ECW. Oh. Yep. Yeah. The um, I want to say they had another pay per view though called. I want to say it's called Holiday Hill. I'm pretty sure it's called Holiday Hill. Uh, I know they had like one around. They had another one around like Christmas time. They had no, November. They had November, and they had one in December. I want to say it's called Holiday Hill. Or it might have been in January after the holidays, but I want to say it's called Holiday Hill. They had November. Uh, November. Yeah. I got Holiday Hell on 95, 96. This looks like there was. This one was uh, 95 was December 29th. Looks like they did a couple of them. Uh, 93 Eastern Championship Wrestling. Okay. So you can probably do that one. Um, we can look at that one too. Um, for the two weeks out for Vintage Showdown, we'll take a look at some Holiday Hell. Awesome. All right. So that's gonna do it for this week. Um, theme of the week was actually supposed to be the Twitter poll, but I forgot to put the Twitter poll up. So uh, we'll figure something out on with that. Uh, plugs and shout outs this week as always the four horsemen of wrestling podcast uh, our good friend Phil Gentile over at the Fig Cave you can check them out on Twitter at Cave Fig and the Fig Cave on Instagram uh, make sure you subscribe to uh, the Fig Cave podcast as well and head over to figcave.com 
and join the Facebook group, one of the best free um, action figure, wrestling figure related Facebook groups on Facebook. Lots of cool people in that group. I'm always doing fake huntings, helping people out, finding stuff that they can't find in their areas. So at retail, as long as it's on store shelves, pretty awesome group. Lots of cool people. Uh, Run In Podcast. You can check out Run In Podcast on Twitter and the Run In Pod on Instagram. And to call up with our friend Kenny at to call up on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, And you can also check out Champions Material Podcast with our friend Sean. Uh, Champions Material on Instagram and Champions Matter 1 on Twitter. Uh, All right. Theme of the week this week. You guys got any suggestions? Um, well, let's see. Can we figure out what uh, Rey Mysterio's ECW theme was? Rey Mysterio's ECW theme? I remember we was talking about it because you said they dubbed it over with the... Uh, yeah. Um, I just didn't know if we knew what the original, like his original ECW theme was. Unless it's like copyrighted it, and we don't have to necessarily do it <laughs> like pretty much every theme we use is copyrighted so oh yeah true stereo ECW theme see what we got like some kind of mariachi stuff <laughs> probably <laughs> Metallica's sad but true. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that does not fit Metallica. right the stereo at all. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what they had. That's probably whoever, whoever was doing the music had in his cassette tape. Probably. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you gotta come out to something. Okay. Lord. So sad but true. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does not sound right at all. Alright, so I guess that's our theme of the week this week. Ray Mysterio's ECW theme. Metallica's sad but true. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. All right. So that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out as always. And we hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving and a safe holiday. Um, if you are out uh, with family and getting drunk, make sure you call an Uber or a Lyft or something to get yourself home. Don't drink and drive. Be responsible. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's all we got. Like I said, uh, this is episode 120. I'm your host, Chris the Heat Matthews, on behalf of Garrett G. Money Mon and the Tennessee Jesus Call Crossland. Thank you guys for checking us out, and we'll chat with you guys next week. Later, Marks. Because what the rock says, what the rock says, the rock. I'm not coming to your damn show. The rock says, the rock, the rock says, no, you bro. That really wasn't that funny.
And so I'm it's trying to do, <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to just do the, what The Rock says I wouldn't come to your damn show because he didn't. Uh, it was his 25th anniversary Survivor Series and he didn't show up or make a video or anything. <laughs> I did read why though. Did you read into it why? They said because Natalia uh, Nia Jax got released. Yeah, that's why. No, for uh, real. That's why they said. No, that's not why. It is why, man. No, it's not. But you um, believe what you want to believe. Believe it. Then why was it? Why was it Garrett and Whiteness? Because uh, Vince told him. Uh, Fuck you. He, kept, he didn't want to cut me out. He can't tell the rock to fuck himself. No. Not the way it works. No, it's because he's filming overseas and they don't want to do travel back and forth. Yeah, but he could have made that. All that bullshit. He could have made, made a fucking video like, hey, this is a rock. Like, 25 years. Or something, yeah. Uh. But he didn't, uh, because he's pretty salty about his cousin getting fired because he's close to her. Yeah. Yeah.